What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Retirement Secrets. I am your host, Patrick McNally, and the title of today's show is How Do Mutual Funds Actually Work? You've saved, sacrificed, and invested for years. Now, you're no longer getting a paycheck from a job. So the big question for retirement is this. How do you retire with enough income to live the lifestyle you always wanted without the fear of running out of money, going back to work, or becoming a burden on the people you love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Patrick McNally, and welcome to Retirement Secrets. Okay, guys, we're going to launch into the show here in just a second. But before we do that, you got to listen to my all-important disclaimer. Just because you learn something really cool on this podcast doesn't mean you just need to run out and implement it in your investment portfolio. No, no, no. I don't know you. I don't know your situation. You're not a client of mine, so you need to talk to your current financial advisor or a tax person or somebody that you trust that helps you make decisions with your finances before you implement anything you hear on this show. Now, obviously, if you want to learn about how to become a client of mine, you can simply visit retirementlifestylesadvisors.com and learn about how we manage money for retirees. So check it out. But that's my disclaimer. Don't just run out and try stuff. Go talk to somebody that you trust. So let's launch into how do mutual funds actually work? And basically, I want to just do a breakdown, kind of a historical look on where did mutual funds come from and how do they work and should you own them in retirement? So I'm going to kind of walk through a pros and cons list, essentially, as I was kind of thinking about how to best explain you know, mutual funds and talk about those. The easiest way is kind of a good old-fashioned pros and cons list. But what exactly is a mutual fund? A mutual fund is simply like a basket of stocks. It's a way for you to own um, a whole bunch of different companies all at once. And the mutual fund came about for that purpose. Um, investors a long time ago wanted to find a way to seemingly spread out their risk to multiple companies. Because in the early days, most people could only afford to invest in one, maybe two companies. And if one of those companies went under, well, you know, you were kind of out of luck. So investors got together and said, you know what, how can we spread this risk out? How can we maybe own a whole bunch of companies? Well, let's pool a bunch of money together from a bunch of different people and see if we can buy a whole lot of companies. And voila, the mutual fund was invented. Now, the thing to remember is that uh, different funds today, there's like 15,000 that you can choose from. Um, they all own different companies. They're all designed for different purposes, and they've all got really fancy names, so they can get kind of confusing. But at the end of the day, their job is to diversify your portfolio. There's your $25 financial advisor word for the day. Diversification, it simply means to spread out the risk among a whole bunch of companies. And how many companies? Well, it kind of depends on the fund. You know, some mutual funds own, you know, 30 companies. Some own thousands of companies. And, you know, it kind of comes down to this. What The last show, I think it was the last show I did, um, last week's show was, was about 
trying to predict the stock market. And I called it the Miss Cleo of Wall Street. And if you missed that one, go listen to it. It's a good one. Um, and it, but the whole show's premise was that nobody can predict the future. Well, a lot of times that, that's what mutual funds do. See, when mutual funds first started out, the golden rule of investing was kind of was basically buy and hold. We want to buy and hold these companies for the long term. And people still think that when they own mutual funds today, that they are buying and holding. Um, guys, I see people every single week that bring me their statements and, you know, I say, when's the last time you sold any of these funds? And they say, we don't sell them. Well, we want to buy and hold. We've had these funds for a long, long time. But here's the funny thing. Funny might be the wrong word. But here's the interesting thing. When you do an x-ray of your portfolio and you learn very quickly that even though you never sold the mutual fund once you bought it, the stocks that go inside the mutual fund get bought and sold every single year. And that's called turnover inside of the account because each mutual fund has a fund manager and that is a Wall Street professional that manages the fund. And again, kind of going back to predicting the market, a lot of these fund managers who actively uh, manage a portfolio or your mutual fund, each and every year they sell off some of the companies inside the fund and they replace them with new ones. And the reason they do that is because they're predicting that those new companies coming in are going to do better than the ones that they sold. So that's called active management and that's called turning over the account. Would you believe that some of these mutual funds turn over a hundred percent, even more of the fund each and every year? So if you own a mutual fund that say owns 200 different companies and the turnover inside of that fund is a hundred percent. Every single year, that fund manager sells 200 companies, and then they buy 200 new ones. And guess who pays the commissions on all those buys and sells? Well, tap yourself right in the middle of the chest. You do. That's who pays all those commissions. So understanding fees, which is going to be another episode, I think, in the next couple of weeks. I'll break that down even more. I'm not going to do that today, but you got all kinds of fees inside of these funds that you can't control. So that's important to know. One way that you can cut down on um, all of that trading going in, on inside of your mutual fund is to own a different kind of fund, which is, which is called an index fund. And an index fund simply owns um, all of the companies inside of a particular index. And you've heard of indexes. What the, one of the most popular ones is the S&P 500. Well, the S&P 500 owns the top 500 companies in the United States, and it's what's known as an index. And there are companies out there who, who design mutual funds to mimic the S&P 500. So you will own the exact same companies that make up the S&P 500. Well, guess what? The S&P 500 doesn't change that much throughout the year, maybe 1% or 2% of the time. So you don't have a fund manager that's buying and selling all of the time. You can actually own those companies and let diversification work, buy and hold work. That's what they're designed to do. 
Oh, and by the way, the fees inside of index funds are typically a whole lot less because you're not paying all those commissions and you don't have to pay a fund manager who's actively trying to predict with his crystal ball um, the stock market each and every year. So anyway, the, the pro of mutual funds is, is the diversification. That is the piece I do want to get across. You do own a whole bunch of companies. So if one or two do really bad, well, hopefully you've got another 200 that hold it up. But uh, that there are a lot more cons than pros. Um, you don't control what you own inside of a mutual fund. When you buy a fund, you don't get to pick what stocks you own. That's up to the fund manager. Um, and uh, like I said before, you don't control when that manager buys and sells the different companies. So you don't control the fees. Also, this could be a big one. Um, if you own mutual funds outside of a retirement account, let's just say you had some personal savings or like an inheritance or something like that, and you buy mutual funds, you don't control the taxes inside of that fund. See, when you just own individual stocks, you can control when you trigger capital gains taxes. You only trigger capital gains taxes when you sell. But inside of a mutual fund, you don't control when you buy and sell. The fund manager does. So you inadvertently sometimes don't control the taxation. Have you ever gotten a 1099 and wondered, why the heck am I paying taxes? I didn't sell any of my mutual fund. Well, now you know. You didn't sell any part of the fund, but that fund manager sold some stock inside of it, and it triggered capital gains taxes. So mutual funds are not always the most tax uh, what's the best way to put it? Friendly investment that you can make. So that's how mutual funds work. That's kind of a very high level overview of how they work. Um, if you ever wanted to talk about your portfolio and do what I call a retirement x-ray of your portfolio, we will show you exactly what you own, how much it costs you to own it, how much the turnover is inside of that account. And at the end of the day, um, you will know exactly what you own and, and make the decision if it's in your best interest to own it. Um, if you want to learn how to do that, I want you to go to my website, retirementlifestylesadvisors.com, and you can reach out to us through the website. Also, I want to give you um, what I'm calling my retirement survival kit. If you are getting close to retirement, and by that I mean oh, five years or less, to retiring, the big day is right around the corner. You can see the light at the end of the tunnel or you're already in retirement. I wanna get you my retirement survival kit and in it, it's a box and you're gonna get a free copy of my book. I'm gonna give you a bunch of reports and retirement checklists, all kinds of cool stuff that you can use to make sure that you are on track. All you gotta do is grab your smartphone there and text the word free kit to the number 33222. That number again is 33222, and the word is free kit, F-R-E-E-K-I-T, all one word. Text it to that number, and I will get you um, a box. I will get you that retirement survival kit. Really cool. So that's it for today's show. I want to thank you for listening. And as always, if you've got questions, reach out to me at retirementlifestylesadvisors.com, and I wish you the best in retirement. If you got something good out of this podcast, be sure to rate it. Make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out and share it with your friends. You can always follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. 
And if you don't already have a copy of my book, Retirement 101, you can grab a free copy today at retirement101book.com. Thanks for joining me, and I wish you the best in retirement.